The following podcast contains suggestive dialogue, strong content, and constant use of the word fuck. Listener discretion is advised. The same applies if you're watching this on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash pbmchan. Thanks for listening. here and yes you read that correctly i'm finally doing a review but talking about for months and months maybe a year i'm not entirely sure but yes i'm doing it the review thing it is happening and today we're going to be reviewing star trek discovery it is available on cbs all access it came out sometime earlier this year don't know exactly when don't really care the reason why is because the show it's it's a disappointment it honestly, truly, genuinely is. And I'm going to explain to you why that is. Uh, the first thing that really just bothered me was where it takes place in the Star Trek universe. Star Trek Discovery takes place 10 years before the events of the original Enterprise, which would be Star Trek the original series. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, I'm sure, from one perspective. Maybe you're not a big Star Trek fan. It's okay. You can't see the problem with that. I immediately see the problem with that when you watch the show. The thing with the show is that the technology, oh god, it is... First off, it's awesome. I, I actually like the technology that they use in the show. The phasers, the, the weapons, the translocators, the transport, the teleporters, everything. I like it, including the jump drive and the concept behind the jump drive. Yes, that's right. This ship has a jump drive, which means that it can travel from one location to another. It's like folded space. Instantaneously. We were here one second, we throw a switch, and there's like a thing that happens, and we like shrink, and it's from and we're there. Instantaneously. Okay, that's what that is. We just jump from one place to another. And the concept of that, how they explain how the drive works, it, it's... clearly it's pure science fiction, but... I can accept the reason for it. It's tolerable. The thing is, though, is that if you look at the original series, which I watched like a motherfucker, even now when it comes on, uh, what is it, MeTV? Or I think it's Heroes and Icons, one of those two networks. Even now when I watch it, I gotta ask myself, how is it that technology this sophisticated does not carry on through the rest of the, the storyline, the rest of the series canon? I mean, this is Discovery. It has a fucking jump drive. You can go from point A to point B instantaneously. I I instantaneously. But when you look at all the other ships throughout the rest of the series, it's all warp drive. And the maximum that they can travel is warp 9. It doesn't... I mean... What? I just don't quite get it. This technology is very sophisticated and highly advanced. From the touchscreens, the firing controls... Everything that you see in Star Trek Discovery does not mesh with how technology progressed throughout the entire canon. 
Now, if you're not new to Star Trek, no, I'm sorry, if you are new to Star Trek, this don't mean Jack won here because you've never seen the series, you probably just started watching it, Discovery. Okay, I get it. But as someone who has watched it, and I'm sure that there are many other people, tons of fans out there who have seen it from the original series onward, it doesn't add up. It makes zero sense. This technology is that advanced. But yet, for some strange, inexplicable reason, it doesn't carry on. You have a jump drive. Jump. The ship also has a warp drive, by the way, in case something happens with the jump drive, which is fine. But jump drive. Right there. And this is the only time we're ever going to see it? The Federation didn't think, hey, you know, we just created one hell of a sophisticated system, and it involves spores and shit. And, and flipping around and stuff, and the, the thing with the, where it spins and it disappears and shows up someplace else. We just invented this really kick-ass technology. Not a single one of them thought to save that shit to a disc somewhere? I mean, how else would it explain how all the other ships in the Star Trek universe don't have this technology? They just don't. Even in the movies, they don't have this technology. In Star Trek III, um, the search for Spock, when they went to commandeer... Um, one of the ships, the fucking... There was another ship that was supposed to be faster than that. It's transwarp drive. It was speculated how fast that was supposed to go, but of course, Scotty sabotaged it. So, you know, that was a thing. We never got to see how fast it could have gone. But still, why is it that with all this sophisticated technology, the Federation never thought to, you know, try again or carry on with it? It doesn't make any sense. All this time, it's been warp drive and warp drive and warp drive, even up to Voyager. I mean, how... What are we missing here? What's missing? Speaking of things that are missing, origin stories. I know very little about any of the characters in this story. Very little. I know that there's a captain, there's some. There's a woman with some technology and her eyes blue, which is pretty awesome, she's kind of cool. There's fighting going on and shooting and shits. The fighting scenes and the scenes with the sh and, and the scenes with the the ships, you know, engaging each other, those are really nice. I I do like them to a certain degree, but again, it still bugs me that as I'm looking at all this technology, not just from the Enterprise, but from other ships, and there's other species that I haven't heard of, and there's all the weapons and and what have you, it's just so so damn advanced. It doesn't add up. It makes zero sense at all. I don't get it. I can't wrap my head around it. It's just, it's in the wrong place in the series canon, in my opinion. That's probably why I don't like it so much. The characters also need development. I mean, sometimes you can remember them, but at the same time, you remember them for certain scenes that carry on. Like, oh, this is who that person is. This is what their attitude's like. But I can't really relate in other ways to this. It's missing so much. There's so much substance that is missing from this series. And it, it's like at the last minute they tried to fix it and failed miserably. Because um, shortly after this season ended, this is just season one, by the way, and there's surprisingly a season two coming back. I can't even figure out how that works. But between then and season two, there's like these little series of shorts, which kind of piece in what's going on, of, of what's happening. I'm not going to spoil that part for you, but of what I have seen, you know what? In order for me to make my point, I am going to have to spoil it, now that I just thought about it. So, 
brace yourself. If you've never seen this show, here it comes. Um, in one of the shorts, it shows that Discovery has traveled a thousand years into the future. It's out in the middle of nowhere. The crew is gone. There's some people that are still around. And, you know, now I see it in a place where it does fit the series canon. It's like, it started back here, ten years before the original series, and then this really nasty thing happened. I'm going to try not to give you all the spoilers, so, you know. And it gets propelled a thousand years into the future, where all the technology makes perfect sense. But, again, even though this technology is now a thousand years into the future, crew's missing, and nobody knows what the fuck happened, what does this mean for everybody else? Again, the original series, onward, all use warp drives. Jump drive capability wasn't a thing in any of the Star Trek shows. Not even the movies had it. it but now, here it is. We got Discovery. Thousand years into the future. Here it is. We, and, and now it's like, this technology fits. It makes sense. But what's happened after a thousand years? Has... Has the technology evolved so much that now Discovery is now a match? Is no longer a match for the technology that exists now? Have other ships and, and, and planets and species developed their own jump systems? I mean, after a thousand years, is the technology from the Federation, if the Federation is still around, and all the other species that it was fighting and dealing with and working and interacting with, are, are they now up to par with Discovery? The ship's been dormant for a thousand years. No one's seen it since. And from the original series onward, we got all the way up to the 24th century, and I believe uh, Star Trek started in the 20... Oh, God, I'm going to lose nerd credit if I get this wrong. Fuck it. 22nd? 22nd, 23rd century? Somewhere along those lines? I mean... Has the technology changed? Is it exactly the same? Are we still using warp drive systems? I don't know how this is going to pan out. But ultimately, it's just a complete waste of time now just to, to learn about it. You know, now we're finally starting to hear about the origin stories. You had an entire season. You could have put the origin stories in there. You could have intermixed it in there with the series canon. So you wouldn't have to make these little shorts that kind of piece up the gaps. It's like taking baby Swiss cheese, which has all these holes in it, and then just taking Swiss cheese, putting it into little tiny balls, and just kind of like doing a patch job where you're just trying to push the cheese into the holes and saying, yes, now it's a solid block of Swiss. There you go. Which makes no goddamn sense. Also, never try that with actual Swiss cheese. That just makes you look like a douche. <laughs> but it, it just, it doesn't add up what's happening here, and yet there are so many people who give this show praise, who think it's the best thing out there, but it's dry, it's not edgy, it's not controversial, it's not really anything. It's like some kind of a... You know, there was a fan-made version. I just want to point this out. There was a fan-made version of Star Trek that the fans, genuine fans, people like you and me, actually created, and CBS sued them for the rights to it, and they kind of hashed that out and sorted that through. But then it was like, here's Discovery, so, you know, boomage, and we're going to put it on CBS All Access. I get now why it's on CBS All Access and not part of the CBS lineup, because this thing is just dry as balls. 
It's so damn dry. It's like dry toast on a summer morning. That's how dry it is. The characters are not really memorable. I just can't connect with any of them. I really can't. It's like, okay, we're in the middle of this shit. Here's what's happening. There's this character. There's that character. This character does this thing. That character does that thing. Everybody's trying to do this thing. Here's some people. Introductions. We don't have time for a story. We're just going to throw you into it. And you're going to figure it out on your own. And it's going to be like, yeah. It would also explain why she who shall not be named. I'm not going to say the name. I've said it too many times. I'm not going to give her credit. Just not going to. I'll give it to you like this. Her last name ends with Ian. That's all you get. Ian. But I can see why she who shall not be named loves this show. Because it gives her all the stuff that she's looking for. It's like, hey, you've got strong, independent women. and you got men who are kind to women. And, and everybody's okay. And, oh, gay characters. And it's, it's all nice and awesome. And everybody's getting along. And they're all working together in this big, giant thing. And when the, the fighting is done, they go back home and they sing Kumbaya and eat roasted marshmallows. And it's just, it's just this grand, amazing thing. No, it's terrible. Okay, she who shall not be named doesn't know a lot about science fiction and continuity. Basically anything that could be based on entertainment, she just couldn't know. I have here in my hands one of, uh, one of my pens, one of many that I keep around with me. And this pen has more knowledge of sci-fi than, than she who shall not be named has in just one finger. And oh my god, that speaks volumes, what I just said. The show itself, it's like it's trying really hard to be something it's not, which is good. It's trying to be part of the Star Trek universe without getting too far in the way of the Star Trek universe. It's like a little experiment. You know, it's an experiment that's trying, that should be given a chance, but they don't want to put it out there on TV because while they think it's good, it's not good enough to be put in front of a larger audience. So you got to go to CBS All Access and you gotta sign up for it. It is a paid service, by the way. That's one of the things that really get me. You know, network pro network television is open to the air. You can just grab a digital antenna and a converter box, and you're watching it. No problems. But the fact that you have to go for a service where there's a seven-day trial, and then you gotta pay this much money a month just to watch stuff that you missed, or stuff that you could easily find somewhere else, probably for cheap, maybe for free... I mean, come on, man. Come on. I got an on-demand service over here. I can watch episodes of TV shows on CBS at no additional charge. They're just right there. This is ridiculous. <sighs> anyway, getting back to the subject at hand. The one thing that I guess I can give a thumbs up to, if anything, is the fighting scenes. And the way the ship travels. That's the only thing that I like. The fighting scenes, I will admit, are, chore are choreographed, clearly. And there are some moments where you can see, like, oh, he's supposed to put his hands here, and she's supposed to do this. And then there's, this, like, this, this brief fraction of a second pause where they have to remember what to do next. And then there's, uh, 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 uh. You know, I can see that. You might not be able to see it. You might look at the fighting and say, like, oh, they're actually fighting and stuff. But... There's a difference between thinking through the moves and then just, you know, knowing the moves, knowing where you're going to be, and just straight up fighting. 
I can see that in these. There's also some moments where I'm thinking, okay, why are you two stopping in the middle of this fight to have dialogue? It doesn't make any sense. He's trying to kill you. Why? What's what? What is this? Kill the motherfucker. And then the motherfucker eventually dies, but not at the hand of the person that is trying not to die. It's at the hands of somebody else who just came up at the last second. And then that character is like, yeah, we know. And then, and then. You know, a lot of shit does not make sense in this series. It's, it's like a stitch in time. You know, it just throws you right into it. Goddamn Doctor Who this season made a lot more sense than... Star Trek Discovery, and this season of Doctor Who was kind of mediocre at best in its own ways. We'll get into that one later in another podcast. But right now, ah, dude, I just... Star Trek Discovery is mainly for people who like their science fiction dry and don't really care about series canon or the show being good or worth your time. You know, it is not recommended for people who actually do enjoy Star Trek, are big fans of Star Trek, and don't want to be pissed off for 59 and a quarter minutes. And that concludes this lovely review, my very, very first review of Star Trek Discovery. Feel free to share this podcast with whomever you want. If you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, share this with anyone you want, and just enjoy yourself, have a good time. Maybe they might agree with you. And if you're watching this on YouTube, also please leave a comment down below. Tell me what you think of Star Trek Discovery. Just be nice about it. Be nice. Don't be that guy, okay? You can disagree with me, just don't be a dick about it. So, I was God of Knockers, and it was really nice talking with you guys. Laters! Put your hands up,